This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. And thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Despirito. I'll be your host for the rest of this hour. We appreciate you being here with us. You know, there's really not a ton to do right now. So I would imagine we probably have some more listeners than usual here. And if this is your first time tuning in, we thank you for joining. If it's your second or third or 20th time or plus tuning in, we appreciate your loyalty. You know, this is your show all about real estate. So whether you're looking to buy, sell, invest, whatever you are doing with real estate, or if you're just contemplating if now is the right time to make a move, this show is going to have some awesome insights to share with you. You know, weekly, we bring on some really amazing guests and we have a stacked show for you again today and an awesome one as well planned next week. So appreciate you being here with us. Um, I work with the Despirito team out of uh, HomeSmart Professionals and we cover Rhode Island, Massachusetts and Connecticut. And we can refer you to any professionals all across these wonderful 50 states. So again, this is your show to leverage the real estate market, everything it has to offer. I'm gonna ask you this, I'm gonna say, listen, if you've been listening to the mainstream media, if you've been listening to your friends that are not in real estate, or if you have a friend that dabbles in real estate and they think that they know about the market and they're giving you information, I want you to listen to this segment of the show and the others, but this one particularly, because we're gonna break the data, which is actually very surprising. We're gonna talk about the data and we're, by the way, we're not waiting like the National Association of Realtors a month, a month and a half to release this stuff. We've got the latest data for you right now. I spent hours digging through it. We're going to share it with you right now. What is exactly happening in the housing market? You're going to know. And if you've missed any part of this show, you can easily go to our facebook.com backslash Despirito team and you can check out all of our videos. So, you know, without further ado, I definitely want to welcome our co-host Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage on the line with us. What's up, Bates? Hey, what's good? Good morning. What's going on? Hey, man. Good morning. Always great to see you here. Um, Matt, you know, so we're going to jump in right now. I want to talk about the the uh, the market. I've got a ton of great stats to share. I'm, I'm going to ask you some questions along the way in regards to uh, what you're seeing on the mortgage ends. Now, if, if you guys haven't uh, seen or heard Matt on this show before, Matt is one of the top producing loan originators in Southern New England. Um, constantly, year after year, he is out there just grinding, doing, helping hundreds of homeowners uh, and realtors all across Southern New England. So let me jump to, uh, so Matt, yeah, I appreciate you having, having you here, yeah. bro. All right, so, all right, so for our radio show listeners, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, let you know what we're talking about here. And for our listeners on Facebook, we're gonna, you're gonna get the visual, which is really cool. So everyone is, is saying like, wow, how's the market? It must be slow. Things must be kind of changing. We even have realtors that have literally thrown in the white towel. That, you know, they've thrown in the towel, they've waved the white flag. We have people calling us saying, hey, we can't get a hold of our realtor. They're not doing it. They're not showing any houses. And I understand, I get it. Believe me, I get it, right? Um, but there's a lot of agents out there 
that are actively still selling. And there's pretty much every bank is, well, all the banks are still lending, right, Matt? And oh, yeah. all of your loan officers are still going. And wait until you hear this data. This data, I think, is going to be very surprising for a lot of people. So check this out, right? When we compare last March, and this whole thing started in March, really, here in Rhode Island, right? When we compare March of 2019 versus March of 2020, year over year, this year sees eight fewer days on market for solds. Now, I'm going to explain okay. why. I'm going to explain why that's, you know, I'm not, I'm not really gung-ho about the March data as much as I am about the April data. I'll explain that in a second. However, prices are up 13.2%. The median wow. price is up 13.2% year over year. That's, that's crazy. That's really good news. This is for Rhode Island specifically. If you're out in Mass or out in Connecticut and you want to know what's going on in your market, give us a shout. Same thing with Rhode Island. I mean, if you have any questions, 401 217-2333-401-217-2333. We'll go ahead and uh, hook you up with whatever info you need. So, so Matt, here's a couple of other things that I, I found pretty alarming. Um, but you know what? Let me bounce back to why I said that about March. The reason why I said I'm not so impressed with the March data is simple. is because all of that stuff pretty much went pending in February before this hit. Gotcha. Okay. But the good news is, is that stuff was still closing 46 days on market. Anytime homes are selling under 150 days, seller's market. Like I said, I, I really want to jump into that April data. However, let me just quickly finish up with the March data. We've seen in March, we've seen six fewer days on market, a 13.2% higher median price, 698 fewer single family homes that listed. Matt, that's a 23% drop in inventory, right? From, from last year. From last year, year over year in March, okay? Okay. And get this, there was only three-tenths of 1% difference for fewer pendings. Wow. Right? That means that buyers are still buying and sellers aren't listing their houses. So let me, before we jump into April, I want to ask you this. I want to ask you, like, I, I look, I pretty much, I think I know what you're going to say, but as far as April goes, as far as pre-approvals go, is your phone ringing less with pre-approvals, more with refinances still, or is your phone, you know, what's going on? Tell me what's happening in, in your end of things. I'm probably, uh, I'm probably getting, um, I'm getting the same calls for purchases, but um, less people qualify because they, they altered the guidelines to be a little bit more strict. So I'm getting, I'm getting the same inquiries. I'm just not producing the same amount of pre-approval letters as I would have before because they've, they've, they've changed the way that they're, they're writing mortgages for the temporary. Okay. So w with those, with those clients, um, uh, with those clients, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, taking their information in and then we're working together while we get through the pandemic. So that way we can, uh, when, once they relax the guidelines, they're in much better shape than when they first applied. And, and it's just going to have to be like that, um, you know, until, until this subdues and then we can get back to normal lending guidelines. 
but you know, it doesn't mean that we can't coach with people and get them squared away and prioritized as far as like what they need to do to improve things like that. So I'm still taking it in the same amount of phone calls. And, you know, I, honestly, I, I hear often pandemic or not uh, virus or not. I hear a lot of people say, well, we've been meaning to call you, but we've just been so busy with work or uh, there's just been a lot going on and I haven't had a chance to fill out your application. But now because of this, this virus, people have so much time on their hands. So they're like approaching it now and, and want to, want to start working on it. And for those people that are laid off and you're like, Oh no, I can't buy a house now. Um, you know, it, it is tough because, you know, get layoffs and things like that uh, yeah. aren't, aren't fun, but you should still qualify. You should still apply. And that, that's great in, info, Matt. And, you know, and, and, and to kind of quickly like sum that up, I appreciate that in realtor terms, basically fewer people are getting approved for mortgages with certain, with certain banks, uh, due to, um, an increase in restrictions on the type of loans because banks have tightened up. Some of them have tightened up their guidelines. Now, uh, some banks may offer looser guidelines than that. So if you fall into a situation where one lender doesn't approve you, we can see if another lender can. Uh, but ultimately, someone like Matt is going to work through it with you to figure out what's going to be best overall for you. And basically, what I see happening is a little bit of a drop in uh, the amount of buyers that are on the market. Um, so, you know, the, the best way that I can explain this to people is that we are in kind of a weird paradigm. All right, we're in a weird real estate paradigm where basically, you know, last year we had, say, uh, eight green tennis balls. And those eight green tennis balls represented buyers. We had four red tennis balls. Those four red tennis balls represented the amount of inventory for sale, the amount of homes for sale. So there was much more supply than there is demand. Now, here's the paradigm, right? Because people are like, there's fewer buyers, there's fewer sellers. We now have four green tennis balls instead of eight, and we have two red tennis balls instead of four. So literally the market has just that the numbers have dropped, but the demand is, it's relative, right? So the demand is still out there. So let's talk about April real quick before we have to cut to a commercial. Uh, April, this is the important data, guys, okay? So in April of 2019, there were 3,398 active single-family homes on the market. Today, there are 1,719 single-family homes on the market, okay? That there's 49% there's fewer single-family homes on the market that you would be going up against as a seller. Now, that's important to note. And when we look at the pendings, check this out. This is some pretty awesome data. There were 1,215 pending transactions wow. in 2019. This year, uh, in 2020, there are 436 additional pendings. 436 additional pendings. Okay, like so. So, what does that tell you? You know, that simply just tells you that the demand is still higher than the amount of supply. And if you are a person that, you know, uh, doesn't mind listing your home right now, or if you have a vacant property, right now is that time to list because you've got such few competition and you have a tremendous amount of buyers out there. Now, one last thing I wanna leave you with here is you wanna make sure that your realtor is doing a good job of qualifying those buyers, making sure that they are in a type of employment that's essential or a type of employment that really um, is pretty much recession type of proof.
because I because I really do believe that you know we are in a recession right now, and I think that um, you know some things in the economy may get worse than better. But if you look back at the past five recessions, three of those times housing markets have appreciated, and this is what we're seeing right now: housing market is still appreciating, the demand is there, rates are low, and anytime you have a, ro- a, a low rate environment where banks are lending. Hey, you've got you've got a great time for buyers and sellers. So a lot of great information we got to share with you. Um, stay tuned, guys. This is the Spirito Team Real Estate Show. We're here on News Radio 920, 104.7 FM, streaming on iHeartRadio, WHJJ, and on Facebook.com backslash Spirito Team. Stick with us. We'll be right back after these quick messages. This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, what's going on? Thank you for joining us. I'm Emilio Desperado. This is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. We're thrilled to have you here with us. We're here every Sunday, 10 a.m., and we're talking about all of the latest real estate data. Make sure you get your real estate data from a local source, okay, because the national sources or the media, I got to tell you, is absolutely wrong. They couldn't be more wrong with a lot of the data and fear that they spew. We went over the data last uh, segment, and if you missed it, simply go to our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Despirito team. I know you got Facebook. Everyone does. Check it out. Give us a like and stay in touch with uh, what's going on here. We're going to release videos every single week that's going to keep you informed. We've got a fantastic real estate consultant slash economist coming on the show next week. His name is Robert Hahn, and he is uh, internationally known fantastic guy. You're going to want to tune in for that. Right now, we've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage, our co-host here with us. And uh, there's there's a lot of changes. I think a lot of good changes, a lot of positive things actually happening in the housing market. We're going to touch upon that. But Matt, what's up, brother? How are you doing? What's going on? I'm, I'm doing very, very well. I uh, hope everybody's doing the same, staying uh, healthy and, and safe and clean. Yeah, man, and clean. And clean, you know, there's some cool videos out there. Like there's, there was this nurse I saw, she was talking about cross-contamination and gloves and she used paint at, to kind of show. Uh, and there's this other one about how washing your hands and they use gloves and they use paint to kind of show like what covers what. And it was just really like kind of eye-opening at all of that. But, you know, like let's, let's kind of pull ourselves away from, you know, the negative type of media, the negative type of stuff. And uh, let's talk about, well, I guess I've got some negative things to talk about in real estate, actually. <laughs> actually, well, I, I, you know, I, I hate to say it, right? But there's, there's, there's some negative things that are happening with these very large real estate companies that are coming out of California, Matt. And real estate agents were like, oh my God, they're going to take our jobs, this and that. Look, first off, it's very hard to replace a real estate agent. It's hard to replace a loan officer. It's hard to replace those types of people because the amount of work that we do behind the scenes and the amount of people that we work with and network with and really to pull together a transaction. I mean, wouldn't you agree, Matt? Yeah, it's a lot. lot. And obviously, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of times there's a domino effect with real estate where one, one transaction doesn't happen without the next one. And they all have to, 
they all have to, they all coincide together. So if you get one link or one domino that's not going right, you're not just messing up that one client. You're all, you could be potentially destroying a lot of different things going on at once. So it does take a lot of organization. It takes a lot of uh, experience. It takes a lot of knowledge. It takes a lot of uh, communication. And um, sometimes, you know, the internet just doesn't provide on a level that somebody that is, uh, is, uh, is very experienced might, might do. So, so about seven out of 10 of our transactions are like that, the domino type of effect where somebody has to sell before they have to buy. But, you know, so that the negative type of news media that you, the, the public may not be seeing because it's an industry type of thing was there's a company called redfin.com, right? They've got a wonderful website, but what they do is they pay agents like a salary and they offer like a little bit of a, like a discounted rate, right? So like I'm a firm believer of you, you get what you pay for, right? Their model is unsustainable. Their model is unsustainable. Yeah, it, it, seems like, it seems as if they One second. undercut me, the market. Yeah, so let me just get it. Let me just throw my point out there. So their model is unsustainable and you get what you pay for, okay? So if you have a company going out there, well, yeah, hey, we're undercutting everybody. Like first off, what are the implications from that? First off, what type of real estate agents, and this is not a dig at anybody, but when like, look at it, right? What type of real estate agents are going to go for a, a base salary and a very small bonus? If you ask me, I think that real estate agents that can't make it, that can't swim and can't do it out there like the typical traditional type of way are the type that want that security because they can't sell. So do you want to really hire someone that has a, a hard time in sales to go in? So that's, that's number one. And again, that's not an insult. I think it's just a fact, right? That's number one. Number two, they've laid off, they've furloughed 41% of their company. This is a national company, 41% of their company. Now, don't get me wrong because they do have some very good agents, okay? And I'm not, again, I'm not digging at them, but they've dropped 41% of their people, Matt. They've also dropped uh, their instant offers, okay? You know about instant offers? You know about iBuyers and stuff? No, what people that do sight unseen, like just buy it and put an offer in and see what happens to everything. I don't know. I'm yeah. sure I've not first time I've heard it. Yeah, definitely. So I buyers are not big in Rhode Island, but what it is, is somebody can go online, Matt, they can go online and they can say, Hey, I got this address here, blah, 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 blah. And a company will go ahead and offer them a price but they charge in many cases like a 7% commission we've seen. We've seen that they say, you know, the, the seller thinks they're buying, they're selling it as is. The numbers that we came up with show that they're selling homes between 10 and 22% under what a realtor would get them. But those yeah. companies, right? Those iBuyers have all pretty much shut down their operations from what we're seeing. So where I'm coming at is this, is that you have all these, these huge companies online, which are currently not doing business or laying off massive amounts of people, which is crazy. Well, I, yep. Go ahead. I was going to say, I was like, they go in and undercut the, I guess you can kind of similar with uh, interest rates, like buyer commissions and interest rates. I guess you can correlate where if you get a bank, that comes in and drop it drops their rate and then they're obnoxiously cheaper than the market is is where the market is at to undercut the competition. Yes, 
maybe a, a couple of potential uh, one-offs buyers or refinancers get the benefit of the lower rate. But then because they didn't make enough money to sustain themselves through the ebbs and flows of, uh, of a business, now when coronavirus hits, they don't have any income to, to run their operating system or to run their company. And therefore they go bankrupt. And what, what's, what's, what's good for an interest rate with a bank that goes bankrupt, like, like that, like you're doing business with, with a bank that's going bankrupt. Like what they're the bank and they're going bankrupt. What is, what, why, why is this, you know, why is this something is, why do people think that, Oh, this is a good idea. Like, no, you like, you're, you gotta know who you're doing business with. You, you get what you pay for. And, and if the bank goes bankrupt and you don't know, have anybody to make your mortgage payment to what kind of, uh, I don't even know what, uh, uh, can of worms that opens up for, for some people. So that's the same thing with Redfin or some of these other internet Zillow's and stuff like that is if they, if they undercut the market, don't make any money to, to, to come in, to get introduced to the market and to get some market share. And then a pandemic hits. Now they've closed their doors and that's not what we're in business to do. We're in business to make money and sustain. So, so Red, Red, Redfin, again, didn't close their doors, but they, you know, I just want to, and I know you know that, but um, so according to Inman.com, which is an industry leading news source here in real estate, they, uh, they've just dropped off 41% of their people, their, their agents are employees. So 41%. So if there are any Redfin agents out there, again, there are a couple of very good agents out there. Um, and, you know, they're probably looking for opportunity now at brokerages that take more of the traditional type of approach. But so there's a, there's like a super type of brokerage going, a super type of model that's going on right now. And it's that, that technologically empowered agent. That's what the Desperado team is. That's what we do, right? So we, we leverage the right partners, the right systems and technology to bring it all together for the consumer. And, and because of that, like we're getting our clients two, three, four, five, six percent sometimes over what neighboring homes are selling for, right? With, with, with the old school type of models or versus like these new type of models. So I think we found, and there's, there's other teams and, and individuals out there, Matt, that have found that happy medium. And it's a beautiful thing. I mean, in your industry, you said it. There's companies out there undercutting it. You're speaking with somebody in a call center good luck trying to get them like late night or you're not speaking with anybody that thinks of you as anything else, but a number in those situations, in my opinion, and even real estate agents, when they get a pre-approval letter from some of these companies, they're like, Oh, they know what they're in for. Right. So I think working <laughs> with a local lender, you know, is a, is a really powerful thing. And you get a overall from my experience, best, better service you know yeah it's i agree i agree um and you know uh the the uh, mortgage transaction is a very complicated process i mean it it, it is it's something that takes the, the people that have smooth transactions with me and and it didn't seem that complicated it's because it took me years to figure out how to make that happen and, and you know and then there's some people that years later, I still haven't figured it out. And so it, it, it's, it's not easy. It takes a lot of experience and you gotta deal with someone that has that experience in order to have a smooth transaction. And uh, I think some of the local lenders can be, uh, 
can be verified. And, and I guess that's what, that's what the, the difference maker is. If you deal with somebody that's on, on a call center or a different part of the country, you can't verify the, whether they're experienced or not. And that's, I'm talking about the particular loan officer versus the bank or the where they're located. Like if you don't know the loan officer and you know whether it's good, bad, different, been in the business 10 years, 20 years or two months, like you, there's no way to verify whether or not we're gonna have a smooth transaction. So why risk it? If you can get the same deal or better with somebody that you can verify. Um, basically that's where that come, you know, where my point of view comes from there. I, I, I don't disagree with that. So so Matt, can I ask you a question um, that, that consumers may not know? All right, so you have banks and then you have mortgage brokers, right? So there's the the brokerages, you know, obviously they, they don't always hold their mortgages. They, they sell it to like a Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, or they, they package up a group of mortgages and put it on the market, right? Um, and and basically what, what I'm getting at there is that the servicer with a, a broker changes, right? And with the bank, oftentimes the banks hold it. However, and some people are like, well, no, I'm just going to work with the bank. But is it true that banks, the people that, that sell the mortgages for the banks, the loan originators that sell the mortgages for the banks, they don't have to be licensed. Is that true? And then mortgage brokers, uh, you have to be licensed? Uh, yeah. So some, some, some bank, not all of them, uh, but some banks like uh, are FDIC and they're, they're, if they're approved by the, by the federal government, then their employee, the bank needs to be licensed, but the employee does not. Wow. So they don't have to take the licensing and the classes and the, and the courses. They can just lend under the, the umbrella of the bank. All right, cool. Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Thank you so much for being here with us, my friend. Uh, great having you here. You absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad everybody's doing well. Definitely. Thank you again, Matt. And stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on News Radio 920, 104.7 FM. This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. We're here with you every Sunday at 10 a.m. here on News Radio 920, 1047 FM, streaming on WHJJ in case you're traveling or outside of the terrestrial signal. Now, uh, oh yeah, don't forget to like our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Despirito team. A lot of great content on there. We video record everything so you can see it all here and check out our podcasts. So we've got a solid lineup of professionals uh, in the real estate related industry here with us today. We've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. What's up, Matt? What's up? What's up? And we have our favorite insurance person, John LaPointe with LaPointe Insurance, covering home, auto, and life. What's up, John? What's happening? You're too kind. Thank you, Emilio. <laughs> I, you know, a quick shout out to LaPointe, by the way. You guys, uh, you know, you've been around for decades, decades. It's a family-run business. Uh, John is the third generation. I love those family type of stories. I love supporting local businesses like that, but especially the local businesses that are running like big-time operations with that you know, uh, that faith, that face-to-face, -face, that you know, handshake type of service. That's what you guys do for our clients, and we appreciate you very much. And uh, John, hey, I want to congratulate LaPointe Insurance on the swaggy new office. I saw the video. Thanks, man. 
You're welcome, man. What an operation right in Fall River, right off the highway. Oh, man. So this office, by the way, is, is absolutely beautiful. I mean, so your your people are all working from home. Let's talk about the effects of COVID-19 on the insurance industry. Uh, what's, what's happening in the insurance world? Yeah, absolutely. So um, mostly positive changes, right? Things that um, insurers are doing to accommodate people who are falling on hard times because the shutdown has either caused them to be out of work or working in less of a capacity than they normally are, um, just general changes in lifestyle. So I wanted to go through a few things that have been changing that I think is a really positive, um, yeah, just a positive response from the insurance industry, which oftentimes gets a bad rap and isn't seen, seen as you know, a very compassionate uh, industry, but a lot of these things are, are really cool that I'm seeing. So first and foremost, we don't talk about it a lot on the show, but uh, car insurance is obviously a big piece of what we do. Uh, this being a real estate show, we talk a lot about the home insurance and property insurance side of things, but car insurance has probably been the biggest uh, industry or part of our industry that's been impacted by COVID-19. Uh, insurers are realizing that people aren't driving much right now. Uh, yeah. Most folks are staying home, working from home, following the instructions of the elected officials to stay away from other people and socially distance. So there are a lot less driving going on. And because of that, almost every insurer that we work with is now offering um, some relief for their auto customers. So just a, a short list of some of the ones we work with, um, Plymouth Rock Insurance. Plymouth Rock Auto Insurance customers will be receiving a 25% premium credit on their liability coverage for car insurance um, in the month of April and an automatic credits being applied to their policy. So that is awesome that they're doing that. They're realizing people aren't driving, the risk is lower, they're giving credits. Um, Mafre Insurance, um, some folks might know them as Commerce Insurance. They are offering a 15% relief of over $30 million total in premium that they're returning to personal auto policyholders for April and May. Um, Progressive Insurance is offering 20% 20, 20 credit to active personal auto customers at the end of May um, for clients who have an active policy in April and May. Same thing with Travelers Insurance, 15% credit. So um, just some yeah, positive news to spread. Say that do you again, have Matt? to apply, do you have to apply for that or is that automatic? No, you should automatically be, be receiving that credit on your on your policy. So if um, now that's just a short list of some of the companies we work with that are offering this. If you're out there listening, you're not sure if your insurance provider is offering some sort of relief, definitely check in with your agent or check in with the company that you're insured with to see what sort of program, what sort of relief they're giving, um, and how that's going to be refunded back to you, whether they're going to send you a check or just apply it to your policy so that your next state, uh, statement or bill is is lower. Um, but yeah, definitely some positive news. And it's really awesome to see that the insurance industry is, you know, recognizing that. And instead of just cashing in on the fact that there's going to be less driving, and less claims, refunding that money back to their clients. Yeah, that's amazing. Sure. I think yeah. It's a good play too, like on the insurance companies, because like anybody listening to this, like my, like I have a high insurance policy right now. Like, so like I, and it's actually not through a point. So like, I'm like, well, maybe I should call John and get a checkup on my insurance and see what's up because 
you know, if I can, if I can go ahead and work with one of those companies, that's going to lower my premium anyways, and then give me a discount right now, that might be a good financial move for anybody. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely worth, you know, worth a look, worth checking in with your agent, checking in with your company to see if there's any sort of program available for you to get that sort of relief. Um, mm -hmm. Another positive thing, we're, we're receiving a lot of notices from our home insurance carriers on some of the things that they're doing to help folks. Now, unlike uh, auto insurance, home insurance isn't really impacted by coronavirus. Uh, it's not like they're, the inherent risk of home insurance claims is decreased because of this. Um, Probably decreased. You got people cooking that have never cooked before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good point. People uh, don't want people coming in to, to work on their plumbing and heating and all that. So they're <laughs> around breaking stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, home insurance hasn't really been impacted in that way. You're not seeing a lot of companies offering like necessarily refunds or anything of that sort. But what we are seeing is that companies are being really flexible on payments. And so um, anybody who maybe just recently became unemployed or uh, is having trouble making their payments right now during this difficult time, most of the insurance carriers we work with are um, being very flexible. Uh, they haven't put out specific guidelines, but in general, what I'm hearing is that if you're having trouble paying your bill, you can call your insurance company, you can explain your situation, and they will work on a flexible billing plan for you, whether that's delaying payments for a couple months or pushing the payments back towards the end of the year, what have you. Um, they're being very reasonable about it. I got a question for you and Matt. So you know that the the, the mortgage forgive uh, not forgiveness, but the mortgage for forbearance. Okay, so now a lot of people have their uh, their insurance and taxes tied up in there in an escrow account, right? So so Matt, how is that working exactly? You know, if somebody is not paying their 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 mortgage, what happens with their escrow account? Well, that's one of the that's one of the side effects of of why you probably don't want to go down that road. It's the route. It's the last line of defense um, because your taxes are still owed and your insurance is still owed. Um, and having there be a, a non-payment is a lapse of insurance, and um, having there not be a non-payment. Well, not so much for insurance because insurance gets paid on the yearly, so you have a little bit more time to to make up the escrow account for the insurance. But your yeah, property taxes are. I was going to say, at worst, you probably end up with an escrow shortage. Yeah, you get an escrow shortage and you're just going to get billed for that difference uh, later. But the, the bigger part is your taxes. Your taxes get paid quarterly. So, you know, a couple of payments, you're really going to be really short on that escrow account. And if your taxes go late, then you get a whole bunch of nasty letters in the mail, threatening tax lien. And then if there's a tax lien on it, it turns into something that's it takes forever to get out from under. Um, and you know, given financial hard times, so you know, wow. it, the idea is to is to cut back. I know my credit cards are all um, are, are all offering somewhat similar. You know, whether you take advantage of it or not is your own decision. But I would take advantage of all the other reliefs: your auto relief, your credit card relief, any other type of relief that consumes some of your monthly budget money. And, and and save the mortgage money. You, you save it so you can apply it to the mortgage and you can yeah. avoid having to do the forbearance on the mortgage. Because you because kick, if, you do, yeah. if you do the forbearance on the mortgage, you're kicking a can down the road that it just won't stop. 
before we cut to commercial, I would, I just want to say like, if somebody like has to do a mortgage forbearance, right. You're, you're adding those payments to the end of your, of your note, which is okay. But if you can still make your tax and insurance payments, that's a good thing to do. So you might want to talk with your mortgage servicer on how exactly you can set that up. Um, and we have a bunch of resources for you on dispiritoteam.com. If you go into the resource section and click COVID, um, there's a, a ton of different um, buttons on there that'll take you to the appropriate places. So, um, but, you know, going back to insurance and the changes in insurance that John LaPointe was talking about, uh, there's some fantastic opportunities out there right now. And if you've missed this segment, I want you to go to facebook.com and uh, go to the Spirito Team Facebook page. Make sure you like it and check out the video with uh, John LaPointe in there. And feel free to contact him at lapointeins.com, right, John? That's right. Lapointeins.com. Check them out. Google them. They're going to pop up. John's got a ton of wonderful informational videos as well. And uh, he's a fantastic resource. If you're a realtor or a loan officer, no one does it better. So uh, good stuff, John. Thanks for being here with us. Appreciate your expertise. Anytime. Thanks for having me. All right, you're welcome. Hey, Matt, stay with us, brother. We got to talk about uh, we got to talk about the top five events here happening in Rhode Island with Jennifer Jaber. We're going to be right back here in a couple of moments on the Desperado Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920, 1047 FM, streaming on WHJJ iHeartRadio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thanks. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. All right, thanks for joining us. This is Emilio Despirito, and this is the Real Estate uh, the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. And we've got Jennifer Jaber with rblogger.com on the line with us. And she's talking about the top five visual virtual events to do. Wow. Jen, thanks for being on air with us right now. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, just a side note, too. We, we posted an entire post that's dedicated to virtual events in Rhode Island. So please check it out. I'm only going to mention five. But if you have any, too, please submit them or send us them to us. Email. Yep. Jennifer. Perfect. Okay, so we have 12 installations. Um, it's live on the internet Sunday, April 19th, 7 to 8.30, um, streaming, which would be, you know, tonight, live on the Wilbury Theater Group. Um, it's a live radio play. It's originally for the Providence Anthony um, Mysterious Affair in January, but it's going to be going on again. It's a painting and murder by numbers. It's a very silly tale of a group of friends gathered for the first time in many years um, at a secluded country home and a valued painting goes missing along with one of the friends um, with its owner. So you can join in as old suspicions arise and terrible secrets are revealed. Saturday, April 25th, Mike and Beth Silva stream live at 7.30 on Saturdays. And there are local New England musicians who have been entertaining for over 25 years. So um, they bring eclectic songs and silliness. So they'll have you singing and dancing in the comfort of your own living room. Um, so you can enjoy the local talent while safely at home. WRIK Trivia Nights um, at Home with the Family and Friends will be on Monday, April 20th, 7 to 9.30. Um, and you can, I think it's every Mondays and one new round of trivia will be posted every 30 minutes and then answers are posted at 9.30. Each yeah, question, sorry. Blast. Those are a blast. My friend Rick Latai owns that company and they've been in business forever. And 
this is, uh, and, and I know people are having a lot of fun on the WRIK, uh, those, um, the, uh, the, the um, help me out here. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah, it's a great thing. I mean, it's, it's like you sort of feel like you keep your mind working too with all everything that's going on. You're just kind of keeping yourself um, entertained and have fun with the family. So there, there are point scales up there and you can find out all the details. Um, you can print out and play or you can just use your device and then you can tag hashtag WRIK trivia with your pictures to show all the fun you're having. Yeah. Um, Fairy Wishes virtual paint class um, with paint and vino is Friday the 24th from 1 to 4. And again, it's the same idea of um, just curbside pickup with everything that you need. And then you take it home and you tune in and you get a live step-by-step um, -step instruction. So at the end of it, you have a great painting. Um, and you can follow the links on our site to get there. But the great thing is that it's Zoom. So you can jump in, ask questions, and you can socialize with other people that are um, actually doing the paintings as well. That's yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to doing one of those. I meant to do one last week and then, you know, it just didn't work out. But I can't even say I have places to go. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> you got a lot to do, though. I mean, your website's always updated. And, and before you jump into that other one, you said Jennifer at riblogger.com for your email, right? To submit stuff. I, I kind of cut yes. you off. I'm sorry. I, yeah, yeah, no, that's okay. And you can submit it on the website, too. So there's a spot there as well. But um. But yeah, Jennifer at riblogger.com. So let us know, or even if you just know of them and they aren't your particular events, but we just want to get as many as we can. And I have one more. Um, Audubon at Home Virtual Daily Family Fun. Um, so each week, the Audubon Society will bring you nature play and learning to your home. Um, they, you can There's a different theme each week and you can log on to their Facebook page. And the good thing about that, again, is one, even if they're live, that you can go back and get them. So there's a bunch of them on the Audubon website and Facebook page where you can get some nature learning going too in your home. Awesome. And they can check it all out at riblogger.com. Jennifer, even during a pandemic, you've got stuff for us to do. I mean, if there was <laughs> any website to check out, if you're bored at home, it is riblogger.com. Awesome. Cool. Uh, Jen, thank you so much for being here with us. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you next week. Thank you. Have a great week. Awesome show, everybody. Um, thank you to uh, Jennifer Jaber with rblogger.com, Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage, John LaPointe with LaPointe Insurance, and uh, also you, our loyal listeners. And feel free, again, to check out dispiritoteam.com or facebook.com backslash dispiritoteam. And if you have any questions, call us direct as well, 401-217-2333. Again, our hotline, 401 217 2333. And we hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much. God bless you. Take care. Bye-bye now.